I know. Now I gotta. Oh man, I'm so ill prepared for this, Ames. <laughs> You'll be fine. I'm so ill prepared. I'm fine. like, I gotta be bring fine. up. I gotta bring up a template for Broadway on Hennepin from last season and my just kind of. Me well, not even last season. The season before, because season four had was not a thing. None of those. <laughs> not a thing. I think the last, the last Broadway on Hennepin episode we did was for the band's visit. Oh no. Yeah. That because and Alex and I went and saw that one. Amy or Rachel didn't come. Uh, there had to be something after that. No, not that I went to. Maybe you was Hello Dolly uh, after that. Oh no, there was Phantom. Okay, there you go. There I was, was like, Phantom. I know there was one other. Yeah, Phantom of the Opera came right after that. Yeah, because Broadway at the Ordway. Uh, we did a six musical one, but that was at the Ordway. Oh, that's right. Ugh, oh man. Well, well, here we are. Here we are, y'all. We're <laughs> back, and we're talking. I mean, this is just a little cold open business, but who is? This is exciting. This is our first post-pandemic real theater show, Broadway production yes. review. Broadway on Hennepin is back. Media tickets are back. It was beautiful. Media night is a thing again. It was a beautiful, beautiful thing. So let's just like let's roll the intro so we can get talking about it. Let's do it. You are listening to I Can't, I Have Rehearsal, a podcast for the creative visionary. A backstage look at the creative process from the imaginations that bring it to life. Uh, Anna, Elsa, Sven, Samantha. <laughs> I don't even know it's Samantha. <laughs> 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 Hello, theater Hello. family. I'm Travis. I'm Amy. And welcome to another episode of I Can't. I have rehearsal, a podcast for the creative visionary. Well, if that wasn't clue enough for you guys, today you are getting a review of the touring uh, Broadway production of Frozen the Musical, Disney's Frozen. Fantastic. So Amy actually got to see this one when we were in New York. I did. My first visit. I did. I, they were tiny, tiny people because we, we weren't just in the balcony. We were in the second balcony. We were in like the, like, Ooh. it was like stadium seating balcony. It was up there. They, they, everybody looked like three inches tall. That's crazy. But it was, it was one of those very unexpected, um, really off- awesome gems of a show. Like, it, I, I didn't think either of my girls would want to go because they were, what, 22, 21? And yeah, 18. 18 at the time. And I thought, oh, if I suggest Frozen, they're going to look at me like, Mom, what are you thinking? And yeah. I suggested Frozen, and they instantly became like six and eight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, take us to Frozen. Oh, my God, they were so excited. Take us to Frozen. Uh, well, for those of you that have been living underneath a rock, and I've never heard of Frozen or don't have any nieces, nephews, or children of your own that were obsessed with that movie when it first came out. Uh, it is the story of a young woman who has magical uh, frozen ice powers uh, and her sister that are part of this magical kingdom of Arendelle. Um, and they've been shut-ins, basically. Which This is actually a very fun musical to see post pandemic because oh, yeah, it was kinda. like open up the gates for the first time in forever for oh my gosh <laughs> i didn't was. even think about it at the time although i got kind of goosebumpy but yeah, oh yeah for sure but yeah so they um you know anna's powers are uncontrollable and it's just she starts an entire uh, eternal winter in yep. her land and her sister anna embarks on a journey to try to save her and bring and, her back to the brink Arendelle and, and a whole <laughs> bunch of other cast of characters join yeah there's love and there's 
you know, villains and, and villains all and the drama things. And everything that a classic Disney movie all needs in order to be a success. All the things. It was great. Uh, so let's start with talking about, because you got to see both. I did. So compare and contrast for me. Like, was there one that you cared for? I mean, granted, you got to, a better view of this one. Uh, weirdly, I got a, I did, wouldn't say it's a better view. I mean, I was I was closer. Um, the thing about the nosebleed section in New York in the theater that it was in was that I got a full scope of the stage and all of the lighting effects and how they used almost the entire theater. Like there was a lot going on. Sure. At Hennepin, I didn't get the same perspective because the balcony, I was in like second to the last row on the main floor. So the balcony cut a lot of the top of the proscenium. Oh, sure. So I couldn't really see that, but it was fine. I mean, it was still great. I, comparatively, the Broadway stage was much bigger, like mm-hmm. spatially much bigger. So they were able to do some things that that Hennepin was not able to do. But I really, if I was going to compare the two, I liked the tour better. And you don't hear that very often. No. You really don't. Now, the girl who played um, Anna, which if you're really watching this show, the show, the original Frozen, really isn't about Elsa. No, it's Anna's story. It's Anna's story and her kind of coming of age and learning almost how to be independent. Yep. And surviving without her sister. And, and she learning saves that she her family. She's the one that saves her family. Exactly. So the girl who is actually the star in the touring company, she's from... Yeah, she's from... Egan? Egan, yeah, I think it was Egan. Yeah, she's from Egan, Minnesota. She was brilliant. She was fabulous. And I should have her name right on the tip of my tongue, and I, I do can not, but you're going to look it up for you. I can look she it up. She was brilliant. Here's the thing. When I saw it in New York, um, that girl was great. I mean, excellent. But um, when we watched it on um, on the other night here, when we when we went, I don't even know what night we went. Was it Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. When we went Saturday and I watched it, I kept thinking to myself, I don't remember Anna being this funny. And when I asked Libby, who saw it with me in New York and then saw it with us on Saturday, she was like, no, she wasn't funny in New York. And Sylvia said the same thing when I talked to her after the fact. I was like, do you remember Anna being funny? And she was like, no, not at all. Yeah, she really this captured girl was her. So good. She got she brought all of the like um Kristen Bell comedy. Yeah, so from that good. character in her name is Caroline Inner Bickler. Yeah, that, Inner, that last name. Inner Bickler. I don't want to say it the third way. <laughs> <laughs> I could pronounce that cuz I know that's not right at all. Um and then she was fantastic. She was fat. Her voice is just mm-hmm. both I mean, of them. Well, Carolyn Bowman, who's Elsa, was. I mean, we got to see her both. You and I. And I was just going to say that was super fun. I was actually sitting because um, I sat between Libby and uh, John, my boyfriend, joined us too, and I just I make a dollar every time I say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a swear jar. It's like only a swear jar, but just for me, I give myself a dollar every time I see it. Um, but he was actually reading the program because I just I don't read them anymore. I once they once I get one because I collect them. I just kind of like hold it and don't crinkle it or right, anything. Right. And <laughs> that's a funny story too. I'll tell you about that. Um, but he was reading it. And he's like, "Oh, this Carolyn," because he's heard me talk about Kinky Boots before. Mm-hmm. He's like, "This Carolyn Bowman was in Kinky Boots." It says closing cast, and I was right. like, "What?" And I looked, and I was like, 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally have seen. So that was kind of cool to see somebody that you had previously seen on I the New York stage. when I saw her name, before I, before I read her bio, when I saw her name, I knew because I liked her so much in Kinky Boots. Yeah, she was great. And I remember thinking when I saw Kinky Boots, like, God, how do I not know who this girl is? How do I not know who this woman is? And so then I looked up her name and it just kind of stuck with me because um, there's a tap dancer named Nick Bowman and... Oh, sure. It just was easier for me to, it was easy for me to remember her name for some reason. So when I saw that she was Elsa, I was like, yes. Yeah. (laughs) It's, um, I don't know, they have a great cast of people though. I mean, the whole cast was just super, super, super talented. There really wasn't a weak link. I thought also their Olaf was much better than the Broadway Olaf. The Broadway Olaf was a girl. What a small role. Mm Mm-hmm. What a small, I mean, not that there are small, but what a, and Aside from Anna, Hans yeah. has a larger role yeah. than Olaf. Yes. The reindeer. <laughs> Sven the reindeer. Has Sven role. has a larger role. I mean, even like, uh, what's his nuts? What's uh, not nuts? What, what's his face? Um, Christoph. Mm-hmm. That's, you get more of him in act two. Yes. But yeah, I mean, just between Anna and between Anna is, Anna and Hans make that whole show for yeah. the most part. Like, that's a big, oh, I don't know. It just, it it fl- it flowed differently than I thought it would. Well, Hans is the prince, isn't he? Yeah, the prince who turns evil. Yeah, I feel like he wasn't, he and Kristoff, I felt like those roles were pretty evenly matched. He had the bigger chunk in the first act, but Kristoff had the bulk of it in the second act. Mm-hmm. Well, I was happy when Kristoff finally got a song in act two other than the reindeer song. Right. Because I was like, okay, Hans has had like three solos now. Right. And you're the love interest. So yeah. like. Where are you at? He was good. He you was know? Good. The whole cast was so strong. I was, this is, after seeing it a second time, <clears throat> there's so many aspects of it that I just find both fascinating and um, so amazing that it's, it ranks up there in probably some of my top 10 Oh, yeah. It's a great shows. show. I mean, if anybody ever was like, do you want to go to this with us? I know you've already seen it. I would go in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. So good. Like I said, I think this cast overall was stronger. I liked this cast. Oh yeah, those two down. were definitely made for these roles. I can't sure. think of honestly. I can't think of anybody in the Broadway cast that I liked better. I mean, like really, when I'm thinking, thinking, thinking about it, the um, the the innkeeper um, Oaken. Oaken. <laughs> can never remember that. <laughs> um, he, in the Broadway cast, was he might have been a little bit funnier. He did a little bit, um, in New York, he did a little bit more interaction with the audience. Oh, sure. And kind of, you know, like... Just kind of ad-libbed a little bit. Yeah, it ad-libbed a little bit. And then, you know, at the beginning there where he says, you know, where he's talking and asking the audience something and then, like, nobody responds because, you know, it's a play and you don't break the fourth wall. Yeah, you don't and then know. he kind of looks at you like... Hello. Yeah. You can <laughs> you know, speak. <laughs> you know, the guy in New York really played that up. Like really, really, really interacted with the audience and got a lot of laughs. So maybe him. Um, but other than that, I this Olaf was much funnier. The the Broadway Olaf was a woman and she was funny, but she just wasn't it wasn't she wasn't as good. Yeah. I just didn't think that He like really sounded like him too. Yeah. For he did a really good Yeah. Impression of that character. I thought the whole thing was just so fantastic. Yeah, uh, the I will tell you. Well, I mean, we'll get there. That, but we'll, we'll get to that point. But that Oaken, good lord, 
<laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> that is my real good stuff. My favorite song in that show is... And is I'm pulling this guy Inga. up. <laughs> Michael Milkinen. Oh, he was he was in Kinky Boots. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he was Hooch and George in the U.S. tours, and he was the dance swinging captain. The regional tour of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. yeah he, was, he was in Kinky Boots, too. Man, was everybody in Kinky Boots? They would just come over here from Kinky Boots. That's know. crazy. Talk. Maybe they were doing it. Maybe they were busy when, the, when they cast the Broadway show. But maybe who knows? I don't know. Like I said, I thought these girls and this cast was so strong and so tight. Just mm, so, so. What good. was your favorite um, song from the show? Huga is always my favorite. Yeah, song. I was just gonna look up the, so the name of that. Huga. Huga. Oh my god. <laughs> That's. I'm just gonna say. And when it, the next thing is like, what's your favorite character? It's him. <laughs> okay. I looked right at Libby when that number was over, and I'm like, that's who I want to be. If yeah. the, When this show gets to community theater and people can figure that shit out, that's who I want to be. That's a funny cast. Everybody would want me to be Olaf. Nope. Yeah. I just want to be the innkeeper. It's all I so care about. Funny. Best song in the whole thing. It is funny. I know. We When when Let It Go happened and the, the dress moment happened and Rachel and Abby were losing their minds in front of me, the lights came up and they're like, oh my God, I don't know how you're going to top that. And I was like, <laughs> first song in the next act. That's how you're going to top it. <laughs> that's how you do it. This is how you're going to, this is my favorite song. It's the best part of the whole show. Ugh. And it's not even in the movie. It was written specifically for the musical. Yeah. there is the, the stuff they added into the stage production is great. It is. It's so good. The Like Monster, her other big solo, mm, Elsa's other song. big solo. Great song. Yep. So good. So great, good. Great, great. She executed those so well, and I thought it was it, from a comparative perspective. There were some interesting things to me that I, I cannot recall it happening in the Broadway show. Now it might have. To be really fair, there's so much that goes on in this musical. There are so many things to look at, and so many things to absorb, and you 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 don't sometimes know where to look. Right. So it maybe was this way in the Broadway musical, but I don't remember it. Um. Like when they, during Monster, when, um, one thing I know that was different is in the Broadway show, the big spears of ice that surround the men and cage them in, Mm -hmm. those came straight up from the floor. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. They grew out of the floor and then Elsa ended up in the middle and the one in the middle grew up taller. So they, they were all the way around her and she was up on this ice pedestal. So it was, that was all different um and they came in from the sides at the orpheum but you know not everybody has three turntables that will come up from the you know the right. depths of the theater um but the transition from that scene where you're at the ice castle or the ice palace and there's everything is crystals and ice and whatever to all of a sudden you're they transform it into because she shoots Anna again accidentally yeah. and they have to take her to the Kristoff has to take her to the forest and the forest people have to the troll people have to try to heal her again the transition into that I do not remember it being that so like I it just all of a sudden I was like oh my god it it happened and I didn't even see it happen there's a lot of that with this production that I was like when oh, oh I'm just gonna buy into it because I yeah like I wanted to not so... think about it so much but and it and the the back um, of the forest, the back drop of that were, for this production, were the big um, rock 
spirit monsters from yeah from part two from Frozen two mm-hmm. the big rock mon you know spirit whatever earth spirits or whatever they're called I don't recall that being that way yeah and even in- Libby said they were probably just like rock walls but they changed it because in the in the original movie Frozen they're like you know trolls and they're rock people that roll out and whatever and this production there it's like a tribe of yeah it's actually the people that um you find out in like frozen 2 that anna's mother is descended from right and she also holds this magic but she gave it up so right. she could be with and that was know, the other thing or whatever. i don't libby asked me she's like did they say that in the first one in the one that we saw in broadway because at the beginning um elsa's mom elsa and anna's mom calls the tribal people in and she tells them that she's She's related to them. Related to them. I feel like she did say that in the original. But again, I'm like, I'm not, I'm, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, oh, maybe not. Or maybe she did and I didn't catch it because it wasn't pertinent. It, 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 until right. you see Frozen 2, you're like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That tie-in makes sense now. Yeah, so I don't know. But like I said, to have the big, have the, the big rock monsters with the eyes and whatever, like they looked in Frozen 2, be the backdrop. I don't think that that was that way. I feel like that was not mm-hmm. what the Broadway set was. I don't think it was. I think that's something that they pulled in because Frozen 2 has now been subsequently released and everybody loved it and it you know, was viewed a bajillion times and whatever. So I think right. they started to tie some of that in for the tour. I'm I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but well, I I love when they do things like that, though. I love when people they make those changes and make those updates, and yeah. you know, sometimes they work. I mean, it was nice in this because I hadn't seen the Broadway one, so I didn't think about that. I know when I went and saw Mean Girls, right? Which legitimately was one year to the or two years to the day. Yeah, I hated those changes. I hated the yep. I hated the Mean Girls Me changes. Too. Me too. Hated those. Yep, I was like, that was a dumb change. That yep. was a bad idea. The worst thing was like when the first song came in, yeah, I and like, I was like mouthing along to the words, and like, then that bitch changed the lyrics. I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. you made you made a mistake. <laughs> Go back, <laughs> do it again. Stop ad-libbing lyrics. You're yeah. great at rhyming, but we want the real ones. We want the real ones. I want the I want the want the lyrics that were originally written. So stupid. Yeah. Um. So this show has now subsequently closed on Broadway. Yes, it it's closed no during longer pandemic. running. So it was a casualty of of coronavirus. It was um, much like Mean Girls and a couple other I think shows. It was, to be fair, I think it was close to closing when we left. I mean, like I feel like it was kind of see. I look at that show because I've seen now. I've seen some professional Disney productions. Right. I never saw Beauty and the Beast professionally. I have not either. That's actually going to start another tour. I saw Lion King, and that got to open back up. That's the other one I never saw. I mean, but Lion King has been there forever. I understand why Lion King um, has stood the test of time, though. The puppetry in Lion King. I don't get Aladdin. It's. I saw the tour, and it's it's good. Like, and there's a great transition, like when they do the like the Cave of Wonders and stuff. Right. But the amount of stuff they do in Frozen. Mm-hmm. Shocks me if they would close Frozen before they closed Aladdin. Well, did Aladdin open back up? Oh yeah, they just. Oh, that's did. right. They opened and closed. They <laughs> opened and closed. They like and they they're starting again. Um, the Sunday we leave New York, yeah. <laughs> that's their maybe first. Maybe it's the cost of running. Back. Maybe it's the cost of running Frozen. I mean, it's very. I I mean, that's got to be a such heavy. an expe- expensive show because the 
so much of those effects, I think, were lighting. Yeah. Like so many of those effects. In fact, it was so intensive that it was really hard to see sometimes what was, is that lighting or is that actually something being, because it didn't really fly in. I don't know. It was really. Well, just like Anna herself, as far as like the costumes and stuff are concerned. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how they did it with that wig. Like yeah. she, when she went off and there were other wigs, like I could see where like they just put a new wig on her. Right. Like cause she would, would go off stage for just a minute and then she'd make another entrance or yeah. whatever. But like when she was a kid. Yeah. Like, and she first got shot in the head. Yep. That I just kind of looked kept... over and I was like, how'd you get the white in your hair? I kind of wonder if there's clip-ins. Like if she just like went into the bed and like, yep, like threw it in like there real quick. Clip-in of some sort. Maybe. I don't know. But like Anna's like dress getting more frosty is like her heart was freezing and stuff. Just, there's and so much. There's so much. I don't want to spoil it for everybody because they're here for a little bit. So you definitely, oh, the whole purpose of God, this is that you go see it. Go see but it. I won't give you the ticketing information and it's stuff like, here seriously, real soon. It's like, it is, you know, you hear like Disney magic, the magic kingdom. This is magic. Oh yeah. It's crazy. Like this is so, like I said, Lion King is beautiful and breathtaking and, stunning and all of those things but this is like literal magic i literally just told somebody tonight at when i was working at the desk at the front desk at the dance studio that um i was like she was like oh i saw you went and saw frozen and i was like go see it was lily lily's grandma oh yeah i was like go see it take lily go see it take whatever children in your life if you need an excuse yeah go see it i'm like it is so phenomenal. It is so phenomenal. Yeah, I would I would have paid money. I mean, I, technically I did. Uh to go and see You'll get it back. You'll get it back. <laughs> to go and see it. Um you know, it was yeah, it was fabulous. I, I highly recommend the show to anybody. I mean, between the choreography was beautiful in it and it was appropriate the choreography to was times. Fantastic. It was so good. You know, there were lots of great lots of great classical choreography mixed mm-hmm. with some classic Broadway Upbeat choreo in there. I mean, really, brother? Oh my god! <laughs> you hit the table. <laughs> I'm seriously going to rent a studio to do this in from now on. Um, you know, the costuming, beautiful, gorgeous. I mean, and the technical aspects of that, and just the vocals. Gosh, when they started, when the villagers, the ensemble <sighs> in this, and they started, and they had that choral mix. Oh, firstly, my first thought was like, oh, Jacob Hansen needs to see this. Yeah, it's very. He pretty. would love this. But they were all so strong. That though that ensemble was tight. Yeah. So good. Yeah, when they started doing for the first time in forever and it got to like the part where they were all coming through into the castle and they all started singing together. Mm. Oh. That's when I got I didn't quite cry, but oh, I yeah. I got a little tear. Tears I got I got weepy. Sure. I started to well up a little bit because I was like, Oh, this is real. I'm back yeah. sitting in a theater it watching a me, quality it, professional production. It gave me all the goosebumps. <sighs> it makes me also excited to see that freaking pie banner go up on Friday night. Just, ooh, yep. Sarah so Brellis will be behind it. <laughs> ah, this is so exciting. Yeah, no, this is beautiful, and anybody that can go see it should go oh, see yeah. it. Oh, yeah, and if you're a tech person, like if you love to look at the technical aspects Especially of lighting. stuff. lighting, oh, oh my God, gosh. the lighting for this was, ugh, You'll crazy. love every second and of it. And it was, they were massive sets. Like oh, there's huge. the castle bedroom and then the castle itself, like the drawing room or whatever. And then there's the forest and the ice palace and, you know, the big, the, the inn. And uh, there's just, 
massive sets. Yeah, I don't. I was looking at it like I don't know how anybody would ever do this as like a regional production. Oh my god! Like Ugh. and do it justice. Like and all that tech. There's well, just, and just so the, much. like I said, the lighting. Some of that. Some of those effects. Like to have the the walls and the proscenium arches literally frost over. Yeah, so that you could see that. That was the one thing that Broadway did better. I'm, I'm gonna say that the the probably structurally the Orpheum is not the same. It does not have the same capa- uh, ability to make that, or they just didn't have the the dollars to be able to transport the kind of lights that they used on Broadway. Because I kid you not, on Broadway that looked like literal frost. Yeah, I, it was crazy and they brought it all the way out to the box seats so the walls and the box seats everything was you you watched it freeze and it kind of grew like frost actually does which they didn't do here it was like kind of grew but it sort of grew in big chunks where you could see mm-hmm. you know and then at the and in broadway at the end it snowed on the front part of the of the house oh sure so couldn't do that here but yeah, I'm sure there's other, you know, when you're a traveling show, you kind of have to make concessions right. on what fun things you can do and what you can't, yeah. you know, especially for cleanup and yep. all that kind of thing. But, but. It, they, they, this tour, whoever manages this tour and whoever designed the sets for this tour and, and d- stage manages it and does the, the tech managing and all of that, the tech director for this tour, ugh, bravo. Yeah. Bravo, and bravo to that cast, because I'm sure probably none of them will hear this podcast, but they were fan-freaking-tastic. Absolutely. For yep. sure better than, I, I seriously, I will I will fight anybody. It was better yeah. than Broadway. When this when this goes out, I will definitely tweet at those at those two, at least Anna and Elsa, and get them, you know, in the tweet so that they can, maybe they'll have the opportunity to hear us rave about them, because, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, but on a scale of one to five, how would you rate this one? Six. It's a big old six out of five. Yeah, it was so good. Or a big old 12 out of Here's the thing. I, I, I give it not because I, I'm not even a big Frozen fan, but there are so many aspects when I think about giving a score or a rating or whatever, and it's, it's costuming and it's dance and it's character development and it's you know, lighting and tech and all of that sort of thing and the the scene changes and all of those things that after you've directed a couple of shows, you know, you mm-hmm. start watching for things like that and like how did they do that and how did this and and I like tick points away for things that I feel like, uh, that was meh. Right. <laughs> I, there, this was just flawless. Yeah, just it really was. absolutely it, it flawless. It ticks all the boxes of everything that I love. Yeah. And I told John that. I was like, this show is going to probably rank pretty high for me just because it has everything that I love. It yeah. has classic music theater, you know, with a little bit of updated vibe to it. Yeah. It's got a great story. It's got... And the characters... The, the characters the are casting lovable. casting was fantastic. Yeah. Casting for the tour was fantastic. The Elsa and Anna, the, those two girls' voices together were... Ugh. Oh, yeah, that duet that they do. Ugh. Yikes. Ugh. Yikes. Yeah. 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 I almost like, I'm like, oh, I want to download this album, but I'm like, I don't, because I just want to hear them do it. Oh, it's like a, it's like an Adina and, and Kristen moment. Oops, excuse me. <laughs> like a, it's like a, you know, it's like one of those things where you're like, there's just certain. Something that goes there. Yeah, there's just sometimes you get a, a matchup that you're like, whoa, that, these two are meant to sing together. And those two girls. 
Ugh, they yeah. were fantastic. Yeah, I would love to go again, but <sighs> my life is too busy. Oh, I know. All right, so let's do a quick, because we haven't done this in a while. Kay. Let's do a quick community theater cast. Ooh. Just for fun, we'll just do the big the big stuff. We'll do Elsa, Anna, Hans, Olaf, Kristoff, like Weaselton, and Oaken. Okay, woof. That's that's tough. You know, so I think my Anna is Macy. Yeah, I I, I would I can right off the bat with that. I concur. She would fit all those, you know, check all those boxes for me too. Yep. yep. Big time. Um my Elsa? Elsa? <sighs> I mean it- I wonder okay, so there's this girl that auditioned for Elf. I need to fully hear her sing still. She had a great voice, but she sang a she sang um feeling good for her audition song. Right. It was much lower. Right, so I haven't right, got right. to hear the upper I think they transposed that in this show. You I, said that. I think that they Cassie Levi that. is a freaking alien, though. I, I mean, mean, I really do. I think that that was... For all we know, she sang it in the original key because Cassie Levi was just opting up whenever she could. I feel like it's higher than the original. You you just don't understand how many times I listen to Let It Go in a year. I teach preschool and kindergarten dance. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm not a freak. Oh, but... well, from Adina's version, a thousand percent it's, it's higher. So, yeah, like a Adina's thousand is percent. way higher. But have you listened... Oh, yeah. The Cassie Levi version from yeah, the yeah, Broadway yeah. one. Like, Crazy high. That was, oh, she was about one step below where she was at. Yeah. Cassie like, Levi's an alien. An actual alien. Yeah, it's crazy. She's, anyway, she's not of this world. Keep going. Okay, so you're. Um, you're yeah, this Katie Nielsen. She's got the look that you would want. Uh, so I would I would love to see her oh, The only person I think of is, is Sylvia, but she doesn't firstly live here anymore. But yeah. for Elsa, because I know she. I don't mean I, now. I don't know if she can sing it after COVID. She's had some vocal problems, but yeah, I think I, I think prior I, to uh, that, we've we've clipped our coupon book on Disney princess shows. <laughs> I, know, I she, think that thing had know, one honestly, punch, and we I, used it. I tell, what, <laughs> I tell you what, if it was Elsa, I think she'd do her, it. That's her. Well, because Elsa's angsty. That's her, but she and and that's her. She's she not did your it. typical like. She did Elsa when we did it when we did kind of a version of this for our recital and she dressed like Elsa and she went out into the community to birthday parties and things like that. I mean, like she was living for the Elsa rule. So I think she would do Elsa. Maybe. But. So then we have Hans. Who's going to be our villain? Uh, I mean, I think Jacob or Jaden, either one of them. Jaden's so, so sweet. Jaden Nightsty is more of a Kristoff. Yeah. Jaden, I would see way more in the Kristoff area. Uh, yeah, I would probably say, I don't know if I, I, I'd have to see Jacob act a little bit because the stuff he's been acting in, like, it's pretty niche to him. Yeah. But like to, to have the beginning part, I would believe. Mm-hmm. I don't know when he becomes a D bag, if I would oh, necessarily I buy into it. I think he totally could. I'd love, I'd love it. hundred percent. I think he could do it. If you think he could do it. Yep. I hundred percent right. think he could do it. So what about Olaf? Um, Ben Gordon. Oh no, Ben Gordon's nope. a different ben role. Ben Gordon role. is the leader of Wesselton, <laughs> and I will have no one else it's for true. that. If I ever direct <laughs> this show, Ben Gordon, you are precast. Such a good role for him. He would love it though. Precast, he'd be great at it. Oh, it's so funny. It's funny, and he's but he's also evil. So he gets both. Yeah. Because I know Ben sometimes get tired gets tired of just being the funny man. Like mm-hmm. he's funny, but not intentionally funny. Right. 
the character is funny because he's just this weaselly little guy, but he's also kind of villainy. And he could do a little bit of like, you know, movement-based comedy with it. Yep, and it, and the character has a tiny bit of emotional growth. You <laughs> cannot play with that right now. Do you <laughs> squeak, understand squeak. that? <laughs> Drop it. We're not playing that game right now, bro. It's like, dang. It's like, dang. Almost. Almost done, buddy. Olaf. Gosh, Olaf is yeah, tough. Olaf would be tough. I mean, I, the, the, it could be girls. I could see Nicole doing it. Oh, Nicole would be a great Olaf. Yep, because like I said, on Broadway, it was a woman that played Olaf. Yep, Nicole would be a great Olaf. Yeah, I agree with that. I think agree of with who that else? What other? Well, the reindeer. I don't know what we would do about the reindeer. The reindeer never never well, speaks. Sven is, a... We'll just Jesse. We'll just put Jesse in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's already got the stature. We'll just throw the head on him. He worked with animals. Uh, Jesse could be the king, and then be. Also be oh sick. yeah, like the mom and dad. Yep. Oh yeah, he could yep. definitely be the at the mom and or the 100%. dad in the beginning. Yep. yep. I mean, I call Oaken. <laughs> well, I can't really think of anybody else that would. Yeah, I call Oaken. You don't know nobody You've else. You already got the Scandinavian accent, so we're good. Yoo-hoo. <laughs> 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 Such a funny role. Hello. And then the rest is all kind of just ensemble. We would have a great ensemble full of people. It's such a great. Ensemble. The ensemble does so much work. Yeah. The amount of costume and makeup Ooh, changes these people have. They had a boatload. Sweet niblets. They had a boatload. I mean, because they're all like townspeople, the fancy townspeople. People. They're like the... Then they were the party goers and, you know, like the, the royal dis- visiting royalty. Yep, they're and the whole they were, Oaken family. Then they, they were, were the tribal people. The tribal people. They were also the blizzard. They all dressed in white. Yep. They were the the storm. They were, I mean, there was just a, a lot. ton going on. Ton yeah, going they were on. real busy. Real, real busy. All right, y'all. Well, I don't think we're going to have to worry about it for a while because even if this does become available, the only theater capable of even producing this show Gitchy. would be the Gitchy Zibby. Yeah. And uh, who knows what they can do. So, yeah. like, it's uh, there's a lot going on there. Uh, this is not a community theater. I mean, there's people that do Frozen Junior. And to that I say why. <laughs> after you see it I after know, you see it i'm just like i literally when we saw it in broadway on broadway i r- remember saying like i don't i don't know how the hell they're ever going to tour this like i just don't know how they're going to tour this yeah because to me it you know beetlejuice would be easier to do oh yeah and they're, they're going to launch a beetlejuice tour eventually i think but, so like you know and that set was that set was remarkable but and the decadent stuff <laughs> this was just Magic. It was magic. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So, Frozen, the musical, is in Minneapolis, playing at the Orpheum. It started September 30th. It is running through October 20th. So, you still got time. So, you still have time to get those tickets. Uh, just head open to headupintheatertrust.com, or you can, you know, just Google Head Up in Theater Trust. Look, and just in case, right you're, up for in you. case you're nervous, I felt very, very safe. We... Oh, a thousand, oh, yeah, address check, that. Checked our vaccine cards. They did pre-check um, health screening for people that arrived early. And they checked our vaccine cards against our ID to make sure mm-hmm. that it was all legit. Everybody wore their mask. I, I mean, I looked around that theater, and other than the girl next to me who was sipping her wine like, you know, like she had four years to drink it. Right. And, until she wolfed it down when the ushers came walking down the aisle because she knew she was supposed to have mm-hmm. her mask up. Other than that... 
everybody complied. Everybody, not I, a single I didn't person. See anybody, I didn't even see anybody like pulling it down un, under their nose. Yep. Nobody was bucking at it. Nobody nope. was really causing a fuss at all. And the ushers did a wonderful job walking around, making sure that people were complying. Yep. I mean, it. yeah, I felt very safe. Yep, I did While too. I was there. It was a different experience for sure. Um, yep. But you know what? You were not alone. You were there with, you know, 2,000 other people. And, and I will was say. was so excited to be there, so. Oh, yeah. Like the lady just started talking in the pre-show announcement and people were going nuts. Yep. <laughs> um, I will say I was shocked at how few people were actually there down like in front of us. Yeah. There were a lot. There were some empty seats. Yeah. Which was kind of shocking to see. There were empty seats. There was an empty seat next to me. Yeah. We had we had a couple of empty seats in our row. Like the two next to John were open. You know, so people either didn't come out of fear or, you know, the audiences are just a little lighter right now. But yep. if you want to feel well, like if you're worried about that as somebody who went and is also going to go to two Broadway shows this weekend... Yep. It, that experience actually made me feel better about what we're going to do. Yeah, me too. In New York. Because if too. it's anything, it's probably even going to be more. More scrutiny. More scrutiny there because of the way New York handles everything with masks. I mean, we're going to have to have masks pretty much the whole time we're there. Yep. So, yeah. So head on over to headupintheatertrust.com. Get your tickets for Frozen the Musical. Uh, you won't regret it. You won't. You won't. You won't. They're playing through October 20th, so act now, because they ain't coming back, y'all. Not for a very long time, at least. Yeah. Uh, so worth it. Next up on our Broadway on Hennepin series. Oh, God. <laughs> I think it's... I think it's... Uh, Is it Oklahoma? It might be. I feel like it's Oklahoma. She might be. I don't know. Let me... Let, oh, yeah. There she be. October 9th through the 14th there. Oklahoma. Oh, where the wind comes streaming through my pain. <laughs> God. Uh, I might go to that. I might not. We'll let a, you know. It's a, it's a, an adaptation. It's a newer thing. Tis. I'd Tis. be interested to see the choreography. I've heard that it's different and new. Yeah, well. Uh. <laughs> Taking your temperature. We'll see. But other musicals you guys can look forward to this season. We got Oklahoma, Anastasia, which I'm really hoping to get to. They're here the 7th through the 19th, which kind of really bucks right into when Elf opens. So hoping I can get there for that as long as that night doesn't, it's probably going to be on the 9th and I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> so angry. Because that's one that I didn't go see in New York with the because original Broadway knew cast. I coming. knew it was coming through and now it's gone. Well, look, by that time, by the time the show opens, I'm really the only one that has to be there. I know, but opening not- night, like if it's if it's opening night, if it's the 9th. Okay, Hennepin, don't make it on the night. Yeah, make it, I make it like the tenth. Yeah, but they don't. They make it two days after opening, <laughs> always. Well, it's gonna be the ninth. I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> uh, otherwise, they got Come From Away, Jersey Boys, which I'm actually very much looking oh, forward to. I want to see that one real bad. Uh, Pretty Woman, which we'll find out. Yeah. Um, Hades Town. I want to see that one for sure. Um, Nicholas Barash is playing the lead in that. He was in She Loves Me, the original Broadway cast. Oh, and sure, I sure. love that guy. He has a great little voice. I'm excited to see that one. I was going to see it in New York, but I didn't because it was going to be touring here. And I thought, well, because the tickets in New York are kind of expensive. So I was like, well. And then we hit a stride for you. Oh, so many. Once all we hit Hades Town. Freaking all of them. The prom. 
She coming. Yeah. Moulin Rouge. Yes. She coming, which I'm going to go to that again for sure. I want to see that real bad. Ain't Too Proud, which is on your list for sure. Yes. Uh, And then the next thing is in 2023, you know, Hamilton was reassigned. Can't can't wait. Can't wait. Yep. Head up at theatertrust.org. .org, y'all, slash Broadway. Sorry, not .com. .org. Slash Broadway. Go see it. Go see it. Grab your tickets. You can still become a season subscriber too and get all that season yeah, package information. Support, support the arts. We need it so much. And now that it's back, let's let's shower them with love and all our monies. Yes, ma'am. They're going to get enough of mine this weekend <laughs> for <too>. sure. <laughs> me too. Me too. All right. So if you want more episodes of I Can't to Have Rehearsal, head on over to I Can't to Have Rehearsal Podcast.com. You can stream all the episodes right from the website or download them for later listening. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, I think, pretty much has us up there. Anywhere your podcasts are aggregated to, whatever Gen Z-ass app y'all are downloading now to listen to that crap. <laughs> or if you're old, you can find us on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, you can find our link through Facebook, and we'll take you right out there. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Rate the podcast five stars and leave us a review, and we will maybe give you a shout-out here. So far, we've gotten nothing. Uh, <laughs> Producer's Corner is now Producer's Corner with Travis, uh, but I'll, I'll read it. I'm, I'm, you read it. We'll you see what goes it. on. I'll give you a shout out. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the places. And until next time, Bye. goodbye. I Can't. I Have Rehearsal, a podcast for the creative visionary. Born from the imagination of Travis Shapu. Edited and produced by Rachel Klein. Brought to you in part by Squarespace. And, and scene. scene.